When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. How long could you be left alone with your thoughts? 10 seconds? A minute? Well, according to a new study, we humans really don't like to be left alone with nothing to do other than think. In fact, when participants of this study were given a choice of thinking for up to 15 minutes or giving themselves a painful electric shock, 67% of men and a quarter of women would rather electrocute themselves. So, why do people find thinking so unenjoyable? Professor Timothy Wilson psychologist at the University of Virginia led the study and he filled me in on the details. We were struck by how in this modern age people seem not to take much time to withdraw from the world and just use their own minds to entertain themselves. So we wanted to see whether people could do it in experiments. So we brought people in and asked them to just spend anywhere from 6 to 15 minutes entertaining themselves with their thoughts and we gave them two rules we said please try to stay awake and please stay in your chairs we didn't want people to get up and and start exercising uh, but we just left them there and then we came back and asked them questions like well okay how enjoyable was it you know most people found it pretty hard to do so you moved on and did another study after that, I believe, which gave people the opportunity to either, again, sit in the room for 15 minutes or give themselves an electric shock. Why were you giving people the option to give themselves an electric shock? Well, by that time, we had done several versions of this study, and we kept being struck by how many people found it difficult to just use their own minds. So that led us to think, gosh, you know, maybe the mind is just built to engage in the world and people might even find it preferable to have some kind of negative stimulation to no stimulation. So we decided to find out and we, we everyone was asked to take a sample electric shock to start with and it was kind of like a severe static shock. And uh, then we asked people to spend, um, in this case, it was 15 minutes just thinking. But we told them that if they wanted, the shock was still available and if they could just press a button and get it again. And I have to say, we had no idea what to expect. I mean, there were some of us on our research team who said, you know, why are we doing this? No one's going to, to shock themselves. But many people did, especially men, that they seemed to uh, want to shock themselves out of boredom, so to speak. Why? Why would you choose to give yourself an electric shock? I do think the human mind evolved to engage in the world. It's kind of disconcerting to have nothing to do for even that short period of time. Some people just found it too difficult to keep a sustained line of thought and, and wanted some sort of external stimulation. So how many people did take the voluntary electric shock and how many times are we talking about here? Are we talking once just as pure curiosity or are we talking multiple times during that 15 minute period? Well, we did find a gender difference where the men were more likely to give themselves a shock. It was two thirds of men 
and a quarter of women gave themselves at least one shock. And it varied. Um, there were some who just gave themselves one, some three or four or five. We did have one man who pressed the button 190 times, much to our surprise. And I think given the nature of our shock apparatus, I'm not sure that uh, he actually got 190 shocks. But nonetheless, he did press the button 190 times, and I'm not sure what was up with him. 190 times seems pretty extreme, no? Maybe he was a masochist or something. I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what was up with, with him. Maybe he was just extremely bored. <laughs> Perhaps, maybe. So, given this, why is thinking so unenjoyable? Surely it's a part of normal people's lives. We daydream, perhaps, when we're finding something a bit boring. So why is it so unenjoyable? I don't want to exaggerate this. I do think that all of us in our daily lives, as you say, we do find our minds wandering to pleasant topics. I think what's hard in our studies is doing this on the spot. It's kind of hard to turn it on and off to keep one line of thought going for, for that long. We don't know all the answers, certainly. I, I, I remain convinced that maybe if people had just a little something else to do, that it might actually free up their minds to think about other things. Because when, when people tell us they, they enjoy thinking, often they are doing something else, like walking or driving or exercising. So maybe the difficulty is that when the mind has absolutely nothing else to do, it's, it's just in an uncomfortable state. Should we be dedicating, say, an hour of thinking as you would do to piano practice or reading? Are there any practical benefits? I'm convinced there are. I think we certainly need more studies to show that. But I think having this as a tool in our mental toolbox, being able to retreat into our minds for even just a few minutes and, and use that as a way to reduce stress, I think that would be a good thing. But uh, we haven't quite figured out yet how to teach people to do that.